What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Whole City High Podcast. This is your boy, Dapper Dick. I'm joined by Matt and Jacoby. Hello, fellas. What's going on? What up? Yeah, no enthusiasm. You already just depressed the first time? <laughs> <laughs> that nervous? Shaking? Ain't nervous. You hearing that war chant coming now? Gosh, I know I what it is. That. The one time <laughs> I went to Tallahassee, I heard him after that. I was hungover <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> Well, here we go, guys. This is uh, week four of college football, man. Um, we're coming off a what was originally thought to be kind of a pedestrian week three based on not only not really too many ranked matchups. Um, that turned out not to be the case. It was a pretty eventful week for week three. Uh, we're going to go back and review as we go down the line. Um, 13 games we did last week. Overall, it was pretty successful, except for Jacob. Um, <laughs> I hear losing money. <laughs> the first one this year to lose money was first hey, one I was... Money. <laughs> first one. First but, one. Well by that, yes, but my, I my... also took Carolina to cover the spread. So hey, I... hey, hey, you made the decisions. <laughs> There's no peer pressure involved in this podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm saying I still I still was plus for the weekend. <laughs> Um, as you can see, guys, if you're uh, checking us out on the stream. Um, so I'm going to go over these bets for a quick kind of review. Um, overall, we all did pretty well. Um, did take a, a, unit, a United L with Kansas State, losing to Missouri, where we all took the L. Um, in addition to Oregon State and San Diego State, uh, Oregon State not covering against San Diego State. Um, in addition to that, for myself, I – my wins were nine and a half with LSU, along with Matt and Jacob. Ryan missed out on the, Mich- the Mississippi State cover. Uh, Mississippi State looked horrible that game. Um, actually, I'm going to go that individual if I make it sound more sense, I guess, if you listen to this on the audio side. Um, so for, for Nick's picks, uh, Minnesota, North Carolina uh, was a win for him under 51. Tennessee, Flo- Tennessee and Florida under 58 and a half. Georgia Tech and Ole Miss. Um, Ole Miss covering 18, Pitt and West Virginia, West Virginia by two, FAU, Clemson, the over 51 and a half, um, James Madison money line against Troy, and Washington the cover against Michigan State, uh, minus 16. Losses was again, um, UJ not covering 27 and a half, um, Kansas State um, losing three and a half, uh, losing outright to Missouri, and Oregon State not covered. In addition to that, uh, Arkansas blowing the game against BYU, minus eight, then uh, Purdue money line against Syracuse. Uh, for Matt, his wins were South Carolina covering plus wing seven and a half, LSU nine and a half, <coughs> UNC seven and a half, Ole Miss minus 18, West Virginia minus two, Clemson minus 24 and a half, Syracuse minus two and a half, James Madison money line, and Washington minus 16. Um, his losses were K-State, Oregon, Tennessee, and Arkansas. Um, best record for the week at 9-4. and four. All um, right, man. Go ahead now. Big money over there. Um, Jacob, once again, the first person to go under 500. I give him a little asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> no asterisk. <laughs> not asterisk in that loss. I don't asterisk that. Even though that – hey, that hey, plus – Half time, I was looking good. You're looking good, man. Cash money. Should have cashed out. <laughs> I, I almost did. I almost did. So, the greed got to you, man. But uh, 
His wins were uh, LSU nine and a half, uh, UNC seven and a half, West Virginia minus two, Syracuse minus two and a half, James Absen to cut uh, plus one twenty five money line, and Washington minus sixteen. Losses were South Carolina money line, K State the over forty eight and a half, Oregon State, San Diego State uh, minus six and a half, Tennessee, Georgia Tech to cover plus eighteen, Arkansas minus eight, and FAU plus twenty four and a half. Showing faith in Clemson right before the, the Clemson Florida State game over there. <laughs> um, then uh, we don't have a Ryan today. Ryan's working really hard and, you know, hoping the best for him while he's working. Um, Ryan went seven and six. His wins were South Carolina on the cover, 27 and a half. Ole Miss minus 18. BYU plus eight. Under 47 for Pitt, West Virginia. Um, under 57 and a half, Syracuse, Purdue. James Madison, Moneyline, and Washington's. My 16, uh, Michigan State, K-State, Oregon State, Minnesota Moneyline, FAU to cover, and Tennessee 6.5 for his losses. Um, overall, guys, um, any thoughts of week three? Ready for Dion to lose. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. God, I wish I had a soundboard. That would be like a red flag alert. You <laughs> um, can't man. talk about prime, man. It'd be Tennessee. Tennessee. World. Looking like scrubs. Yeah, that was. Crazy. Hey, I called that man. I no, you did not, man. Yeah, I did. I said you can listen. I didn't take the bet because I wasn't sure before. He, he, did, he did. He did call it. I was like, like I think Murray. Florida can take them out. I think. Uh, I think. I think Tennessee has the same problem. Actually, I take the bet. It's not as bad as Alabama's, but. Um, Joe, uh, Joe, dude, Bam dude's not accurate, man. He's just not accurate. I think in that system, you have to be pretty accurate. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell. <laughs> Big arm, man. Big arm. Big arm. Throwing the ball eight yards don't mean nothing if you can't throw it straight the way it needs to go. In <laughs> um, addition to that, overall, it was a uh, – it was a, for the top 25, it was pretty shaky. Like I said, I think Tennessee was a loss. Those, K, Tennessee and Kansas State were the only top 25 teams to lose, um, at least outright to uh, – Unranked teams. That game um, was awesome. The Missouri Kansas State game was good. Yeah, that was, was a good game. Not, it was terrible because I picked Kansas State. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I just, I mean, I had them too, but I mean, it was still, it was a fun game to watch for sure. No, I was excited, man. Especially like a, what was it, like six one yard field goal. Yeah, six one after you got the delay of game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, it's put the pressure on you. He was like, I'm just, you know. Warm them up. Um, overall, I'm looking back over the weekend. We had a couple of close calls: Georgia, South Carolina, Florida State, Boston College, um, Texas, Wyoming. Texas lo- lucky that game was on the Texas Longhorn Network because no one could watch that game unless it was a su- subscriber. And that game was 10-10 in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah, I saw that <laughs> stuff. Uh, Washington looking the part against Michigan State. Um, the other headlight band was struggling. Like looking pathetic in in Tampa over there playing South Florida. That was insane. That was that was pitiful. <laughs> pitiful, man. Like that's a that's a head scratcher, man. I don't really, I really don't understand how they didn't get like they couldn't get one quarterback to come to Alabama. Oh, man, they got they got five star after five star after five star there, but not all of them are hits, man. Good stuff, man. Five well, I think it's the O coordinator, man. Look at Tommy Reese is not not uh 
not what they're used to at Alabama. They're used to spreading it out and throwing it and running. Tommy Reese is a Big Ten guy from Notre Dame, essentially, that just likes to get underground it. And does it help the situation that Notre Dame actually kind of looks kind of good on offense, even though they have a yeah, lot better quarterback. I give them Hartman, a lot better quarterback. So he should just stay his that bad as Notre Dame. I don't know. I guess the money talks or the Marcus Freeman won one no more. It's one two. Yeah. Have y'all seen yeah. the short where they uh, they acted like, you know, we're so glad you took him. Uh, you know, here's this Rudy jacket. And I think it was like an SEC shorts or something. They're like, oh, look, they gave us – we haven't read this. Thank you for taking him. <laughs> and they're like, oh. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to keep it moving. Um, we're going to get ready for week four. Uh, week four is – Probably one of the best, at least so far this year, the best weekend for football. Overall, I think we got seven matchups of top 25 teams against each other. Um, overall, in addition to some a couple other big games um, and other conferences that could be very decision makers. But we're going to start it tonight, this Thursday night. We're going to go to Conway, South Carolina, where Georgia State Panthers, Sun Belt Conference over. Taking on Coastal Carolina, Shana Clears. Um, Coastal is a six and a half favorite in this game. Um, Cup stat lines for this game. Coastal so far this year is three and zero against the spread. George State is two and one. Um, last week, Coastal's come off a sixty-six to seven win over the Queens. I, yeah, I have that name up. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Uh, George State beat the <laughs> beat Charlotte forty-one twenty-five. A uh, couple of notes in this game. Both teams are averaging 39 and a half. Uh, Georgia State defense is allowing 25 points a game, 400 yards allowed on t- defense. Coast is only allowing 16. Um, Jacob, what's your thoughts on this game tonight? Um, I'm going to still roll with Coastal again uh, to cover this. Georgia State. As they have been looking pretty good, I know their one loss was uh, no, they're three and no, it's coastal loss to the uh, UCLA Power Five, yeah, yeah. The UCLA. But uh, I still, I McCall's been great, I think he's still gonna do good, even though Georgia State's defense is stacked up on with their um, against them, but. I got Coastal. Awesome. Matt, how about you, Bob? I don't think Jacob or Jacoby's ever going to bounce back from not taking Coastal that game against UCLA. I think he's always <laughs> going to take Coastal now. You could put the spread at 60 and a half and he'd be like, you know what? I learned once. I'm not going to do it again. Um, you know, that's – I think this is going to be a really good game. It's definitely probably our best Thursday night game we've had so far. Um I want to take Georgia State to cover that spread, but I am leaning coastal pretty hard here lately because I do not want to go against the mullets and Mikel as uh, Jacoby did there. But I, I think I'm going to go coastal. That's that's tough. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, and I might regret this choice, but I'm going to go with coastal. Um, I'm going to join you guys. Coastal probably in the last three years – has made me the most money of any team ever. Like, I think the last three years, they're probably average 12 and 2 against the spread year to year. Yeah. Um, 
They just dirty Myrtle, man. You can never count nothing <laughs> dirty Myrtle. <laughs> I just don't know what it is in that swampland over there, man. But dirty Myrtle, close to them, Shane Clair's on there, man. All pumping Jersey Shore beats. I'm down. I'm down for it, man. <laughs> Shane Clair's, man. You know, I was gonna support the the state team. The little. Uh, we'll keep it pushing, though, guys. Uh, going to the next another big rivalry game. Hey, do, you say we'll, do you want to say we'll throw Ryan's in with, when he sends them over? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, from all your listeners, if catching um, Ryan's on partaking today. He was supposed to be on a four-state backup in rivalry week. Um, but <laughs> we had to work. Um, so whenever Ryan gets his, uh, his uh, picks to me, I will definitely go back over them or do a separate pod, make it work. Or I have them do like a quick uh, YouTube short or TikTok or something, make it work. <laughs> uh, next game, we're gonna go to the Battle of the Metroplex, man. SMU as TCU feature feature ACC versus Big Twelve matchup. They don't even sound right. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Uh, SMU two and one a year. TCU's two and one. Uh, both teams are well, – SMU is 2-1 against the spread this year. TCU is 1-2. Um, SMU was coming off a 69-0 win over Prairie View. TCU, in their Big 12 opener, beat Houston 36-13. Um, Jacob, I'll let you start with this one again. Uh, what's your thoughts on this rivalry game in the Metroplex? Um, I think it'll probably be a good one. It's going to be their last one for a while from what I understand. Um, Morris, I think is gonna have. I think he's got to have a bounce back at um, with TCU. But uh, SMU, I mean, they played Oklahoma kind of close, but I feel like that was kind of like their uh, one of their Super Bowls, so to speak. Um, I mean, they blown out the other two teams they played, but like I said, that's not a Power Five team. TCU is just a higher caliber. So I, I'm going to take TCU to cover this one. Oh, yeah. Matt, your thoughts? You know, I think TCU kind of bounced back on track after that uh, week one surprise to Oregon. Um, SMU, they raised $10 million, in, uh, you know, since joining the ACC for their athletic program, which is insane. Uh, I don't know if they've gotten $10 million since um, – so I, I'm actually going to go a little bit over. I'm going to take the over on this one. We're going back to the overs. Over, over Matt. Yeah. <laughs> what was the over? Uh, six, three and a half. Um, stuff. Uh, I guess before I include Matt, uh, Ryan just sent me his pick. So I'm going to go back to the Coastal pick. Um, Ryan's going to join us also with Coastal taking covering the spread, the six and a half. Uh, his pick for TC, um, TCU SMU. Uh, Ryan's joined Matt and taking over at 63 and a half. I will say this is kind of a good week, kind of looking at the over under um, play. And actually, I think our head, yeah, I had, I'm going to do the same thing actually and join y'all with the 63 and a half. Double check Go that. under. Huh? <laughs> nah, that's a good high score game, man. <laughs> yeah, here, I'll I'll check the over under for you, Nick. Yeah, because I feel like I t- they got a lot of type. It could have changed. My type earlier was sixty two. Let me see. Unless I'm like I'm just the Lexus. 
I can't tell my twos from the threes. <laughs> That's possible. Or, but I was keeping at six three and a half. I'll double check that on the layer note. Um, I'll keep moving. Um, it was it was sixty two and a half. It was sixty two and a half. Yeah. Okay, I'll mark that sixty two and a half. No, make it easier on us. At one point, be the difference. One extra point <laughs> miss or some shit. Take that, Jacob, and you're under. <laughs> All right, there it is. Here we go. Um, next game, we're also going to stay in the Big 12. Um, this will be an interesting matchup as we have Texas Tech six point favorite traveling to Morgantown to take on the West Virginia Mountaineers. Over under in this game is 54 and a half. Money line sprinkle will be West Virginia plus 195. Um, thoughts on this game. Uh, West Virginia's coming off a big backyard brawl win over Pitt, 17 to 6. While Texas Tech uh, gives up the freaking W against Oregon last week, losing 38 to 30 after being up by two scores at one point in this game. Uh, I thought Tech had Tarleton or something last week. I thought they Tech? had like a warm up game. No, they played Oregon. But yeah, <laughs> Oregon was the. Um, I, before, I, before you told me on that, let me double check. I thought Oregon played somebody else. Yeah, you're right. Tarl- Tarleton State. Tarleton, yeah. They played Tarleton somebody State. like a warm-up. I can't remember who Oregon was. <coughs> okay, so that was the week before. So I'm, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. A little off. So it was 41-3. Uh, Texas Tech went over t- Tarleton State or Tarleton State. Um, man, I here remember everything. Go ahead now. I know, right? <laughs> uh, West Virginia is 2-1 so far this year against the spread. My Texas Tech is 1-2. Um, Matt, since you're a Big 12 expert, um, <laughs> what's your thoughts on this game? You know, West Virginia always plays everybody extremely tight, and I feel like they cover most of the spreads. Neil Brown is still, uh, still in that hot seat. I don't care what that emotional win did for them against Pitt. Um you know, that it's tough to go against West Virginia. Texas Tech does have a high flying offense that, you know, West Virginia hasn't seen this year with a fast paced. But I, I just can't go against West Virginia not covering it. So give me West Virginia in the points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jacob, your thoughts? Is Green playing? Have they confirmed the quarterback for West Virginia? I haven't seen anything. I haven't heard anything. Probably won't hear anything until Saturday. Probably not, but okay. Well, Texas Tech, after that horrible opening loss to Wyoming and not really doing much to uh, shut out Oregon or close out Oregon, not shut them out. But uh, they've thrown picks, and I think West Virginia can take advantage of that. And with West Virginia's running game, they're averaging 200 yards a game. Um, I might have to go West Virginia to cover this one, too. Oh, yeah. Green was a game-time decision, by the way. So. Yeah, it was a game-time. Yes. Yeah, so I think I think they'll still be able to manage. With that backup, he's played Nico, a little bit. He's been getting all the rest <laughs> on practice. So. Yeah. Okay. Keep that in mind. Um, Ryan chose Texas Tech to cover this game at minus six. Um, but I am with you guys with West Virginia covering. Um, 
I do agree with Matt that Neil Brown seems hot, but I can't deny that his team's not playing hard for him. Um, West Virginia's been a little more competitive than I give him credit for it. So, at the minimal, these guys want to win, so I gotta give them the respect. And they're at home too, so like and at home, yeah. Not give them the benefit of the doubt. And Texas Tech, man, like I guess people are giving low some low shit for losing to Wyoming, but I mean Wyoming took Texas to a 10-10 score. So Wyoming's they got whatever they got going. I guess Yellowstone will give them that energy to perform out there. <laughs> <laughs> Old faithful over there. Beth on the sideline over there getting under them. <laughs> <laughs> but we're gonna keep on moving, guys. We're gonna move to the SEC. Um one of the home state teams, Jacob's favorite school for the people listening to me on the podcast. Just um, quote that one more time. Jacob's second favorite school, University of South Carolina Game Cards. Spurs up, right, Jacob? <laughs> That's a negative. <laughs> um, the Game Cards welcome the Bulldogs of Mississippi State. Uh, they are six point favorites in this game. Over under is 48 and a half. Uh, money line. Uh, Sprinkle is Mississippi State plus 205. Um, notes in this game. Uh, Mississippi State is 1-2 against the spread this year. South Carolina's 2-1. Mississippi State is coming off a loss to LSU, 41-14. While South Carolina is coming up almost with the upset of the year, losing to Georgia, 24-14 in Athens. Um, for me, my perception of this game is that both teams probably need to win this game to probably have a shot at a bowl game <laughs> um, for either both, um, especially Mississippi State because that West is looking a little more harder than they probably like. Um, 96% of bets on this game are going to, for South Carolina to cover. So, Jacob, what are your thoughts on this game or if your favorite game cards? <laughs> well, um, yeah, last week they – I mean, not, they've should, played with a lot of heart. Obviously, Georgia just – was able to outpower them in the end, but uh, with their running game, and then, um, but I'll say the Rattler, he, I mean, he plays with his heart, that's for sure. He didn't give up to the end. I, I mean, he threw two picks, but they were kind of desperation throws there. At the end, I thought, uh, Mississippi State allowed LSU to just walk all over them last week, and. They, I, I don't know what they're doing, <clears throat> um, but I actually I think it might be a high-scoring game, so I'm going to go the over on this one because I think Rattler and them can score in bunches and quick with his arm. Um, so, and I think with their defense, uh, Mississippi State will be able to score a little bit more than they did against LSU. So, all right, um, over. Over 40 and a half. Matt, your thoughts? You know, Will Rogers was coming in the season. He was on pace to be the SEC's all-time passing leader. Never would have thought that from Mississippi State. You know, I guess being under Leach's offense will do that to you. But, you know, he came off his worst performance last week. He was 11-28 for 103 yards with no touches. Uh, it was his first performance under 200 yards as a starter. Not not a great uh, defense Carolina's coming with, but you know I think you know they're they're notch under LSU's defense, um, but I, I still think Rattler is probably one of the most poised quarterbacks in the SEC. 
Um, he needs some help because right now I feel like all they do is throw to Xavier Leggett. But give me Carolina to cover that. Carolina to cover. God, this I might have to buy me a lottery ticket. <laughs> I picked them against. I picked them to cover against North Carolina too, Nick. So. Oh man. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> it's equilibrium coming back in play. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find this uh, post I saw earlier. If South right Carolina up. loses, I still win. The win went for you. Yeah. Both sides yeah, of the play. See, he took the over. I mean, if they don't score enough points, he loses. If Carolina doesn't win, I still win. <laughs> That's <laughs> there true. There it goes. Oh, I'll share this to you guys right quick. Oh, this technology is with my ass, though. Um, now, guys, uh, for my podcast listeners, I'm quiet. Uh, I know you're not going to be able to see this. But uh, if you can't tell, I don't know if I can look at your screen or not. I might have to switch the size. There you go. Uh, so this is where Rogers uh, Snapchatting uh, some girls in Columbia on his way on his trip to uh, Columbia for his game against South Carolina Gamecocks. Um, for my podcast listeners, I'm just going to read what they're saying. And this is explicit, so if you got kids in the cars, just keep that in mind. Um, this is Will saying, I sent you where I was staying. She was like, I know. And I'm assuming this is a girl. If not, you know, we don't judge. Whole City High Podcast supports the spectrum. Um, <laughs> but uh, Will says, yeah, let me know if you want to come suck and fuck me. And she was like, what time y'all coming? And she was like, he was like around 4.30. So, Will Rogers' priorities is not to play football today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> His priorities is to uh, smash and dash, man. <laughs> maybe get a win. Maybe not. Worst case, he's up into some paint. <laughs> I mean, Steven Garcia, I mean, <laughs> he got wins doing what he did. So. <laughs> I mean, so I'm gonna be real. The problem with that is you can change people's names on Snapchat. Yeah, so that I might not be real. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. There's no no validity. No, we're not saying that's a real site. We're not saying it's a real snap, but I'm just saying the information. I'm not saying it's not real. It was presented to me, and you know, I guess my due diligence is to try to verify it. Yeah. I couldn't. So we don't. I'm just we're, we're just, just report around here. Apparently, Nick doesn't verify anything. <laughs> nah, man. It's, it's, it's <laughs> there, it's real. That's that's right. That's the word. It was on Facebook. It's it's the news. This is true. But I'm gonna join you guys and take South Carolina on the cover. Um, Spencer Rattler is probably number one player in college football that I had completely flipped my thoughts on over the course of his college career. You know, he was on that Netflix show originally back during high school. Then we seen what happened to him in Oklahoma, and we thought he was kind of a dick and. And fairness, still believe yeah. that actually. I mean, he probably that is hasn't something. changed in my eyes. to some degree, but at least he's putting effort and trying to be good. Like South Carolina offensive line is so goddamn bad, and I bet Alabama would love to have a Spencer Rattler right now over what the hell they have right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, say they probably be a lot better team if they can have somebody that can throw the ball down the field. Um, but I'm enjoying uh, South Carolina minus six. In addition to that, Ryan's joined on the case with South Carolina to take the coverage spread. 
Um, so Spurs up, guys. Go Cox. This is a game called Positive Podcast. This wasn't ever so bad. At least I did. All right, guys. We'll keep it in the SEC. Uh, we're going to go to the SEC West. We're skipping that. Big show now. Auburn t- at Texas AM. Texas AM is a seven and a half favorite. Over under this game is 50 and a half. Money line sprinkle is Auburn plus 250. We'll skip um, BYU. Let's skip you. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Mormons are pissed. Mormons. I, I did skip. Okay. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Mormons. My bad. <laughs> oh, oh goddamn. Had one job, Nick. Oh, I typed it wrong in my notes. That's what happened. Whoops. Actually, I don't think I even typed them as a headline on there. Well, then, I'm not going to finish typing. So, quick thoughts on the BYU Kansas games? I'd give me BYU to cover that. I think Slovis with that uh, offense is starting to gel. Um, You know, I think he's just starting to mesh through for. 660 yards with six TDs, eight different receivers in last week's come provide Arkansas. Don't know how they're getting points right now after that upset. Um, but yeah, give me BYU and the points. BYU and the points. Huh. And for my listeners, um, I kind of screw up. I have him at eight and a half right now. Eight and a half? Okay. Yeah. If you want to do eight and a half, nine and a half, give it because right now it's at nine and a half. Give you both. I'll- all right, I'll take either. Okay. Make it a half. Give it a fair bet. That's fine. Take a quick thoughts this game. Um, I got BYU covering this as well. Um, after seeing them at the comeback against Arkansas last week. Um, Kansas is – they look good, but I just don't um, think they got the uh, power to keep up with BYU in that – with uh, Slovis, so we're going to have them cover. All right. Um, Ryan's going to jump in and take BYU money line to win outright. Smart. That's not that's not a bad play. Um, I'm enjoying you guys too and have BYU to cover. Um, either I do like Kansas' quarterbacks and stuff. I think their defense is so suspect. Even though in that Arkansas game, I will say that Arkansas pretty much beat BYU in every – Statistic is up like turnovers and not fucking up in the critical moments of the game. <laughs> um, stuff, but uh, sounds like Clemson I, versus Duke, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> you know, I know people or try Florida to say versus Utah, <laughs> yeah. Well, Florida just couldn't cover, they got beat by like three big plays. That was just kind of inside that game, damn, and penalties, and penalties. I don't know. Boston College had like 19 penalties against Florida State. (laughs) That's true. They had a ton of penalties. That's insane. Like crazy, man. I was like, oh, what the hell, guys? Y'all easy to win. We'll we'll save that for the last one. All right. Save that for the last one. Jump ahead. Uh, But but now we're going to go back to the actual uh, Texas, uh, Auburn, Texas AM game. Uh, Jacob, what's your thoughts on this game? Um,. Well, Auburn's coming out undefeated. Uh, they're a young team. But um, I think A&M will win this game. 
Um, just with Auburn, Auburn's got two corners. One is out for a couple weeks, and the other is has not played yet. So that uh, secondary is going to be suspect with Wegman throwing. I think uh, Texas A&M will cover this. All right, Matt. Uh, you know, Auburn's <coughs> definitely ahead of expectations right now, um, and I expect them to continue that way. But Texas a and or Auburn's turned it over so many times. They had four times against that win at Cal, uh, three times at Sanford. I don't think you're going to be able to do that in the SEC, especially against Texas A&M. That's really good defense. At, uh, you know, they're third in the country and third down stops the passing game under Petrino starting to turn a corner and they're starting to be what we kind of expect them with uh, Texas A&M does have a little bit of a problem too with turnovers but give me A&M to cover that Sweet uh, I jump on the over under in this game um, I think it's going to be over 15 and a half I think Texas A&M is probably going to put up in the 30s Auburn's going to at least be up three scores a few frees so I'm going to take the over um, 50 and a half in this game. Um, Ryan, just want to join you guys with the AM taking um, taking the points. Minus seven and a half. Uh, once again, our third straight SEC game, man. This is a SEC podcast. Hey, hey. <laughs> uh, we got uh, probably the funnest coaching matchup with uh, Saban versus uh, Kiffin. As we got Ole Miss taking on the Crimson Tide of Alabama. Bama is a six and a half point favorite. Over under is 54 and a half. Mississippi Sprinkle money line is plus 225. Um, some notes on this game. Kind of help you guys inside. Ole Miss so far this year is 3 0 against the spread. While Bama is 1 2. Uh, Ole Miss is coming off beating Georgia Tech 48 to 23. We see our Bama struggles. If you haven't heard about them yet, that uh, they beat USF seventeen to three. Um, God didn't that even play. Closer than that. It was a lot closer. Than that. that game was a lot closer than seventeen to three too. Uh, Moreau named the starter after not even playing the game. Kind of giving a indicator of just how bad those quarterbacks were. Fifty-eight um, percent of all bets have Ole Miss to cover. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts on this game? The fact that, you know, the dynasty of Alabama could be crumbling face. Um, you know, the defense is still good. You know, Saban, Saban's starting to, you know, it looks like he's starting to crack a little bit. Uh, you know, like we mentioned earlier, Tommy Reese is not a great offensive coordinator. Um, so I'm actually going to take Ole Miss in the high spread offense to actually cover that. I'm only going to take the cover. So give me the points. Um, well, I'm not over. I'm taking Ole Miss. Right, I'm I know I'm used to, used to the overs with me, but I'm going to take <laughs> Ole Miss to uh, cover this or take the points and cover, but I really think that Ole Miss could actually uh, take this money line. Jacoby, what's up? Thoughts? Well, this definitely is not a Bama team we're used to seeing, especially not – I mean, this quarterback situation is a lot worse than I thought it was going to be this year. Normally they got it figured out by now, but definitely not. Um, Kiffin, 
Last time that Bama lost in September to an SEC team was when Kiffin was coordinator, but uh, and it was to Ole Miss. But I think Ole Miss is going to beat them outright. Um, I just think they're more consistent. And like I said, Bama's just inconsistent. And even their defense has not been the typical Bama defense, I don't think. So give me Ole Miss to take down Saban. Oh man, I, I like oh, it. Man. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't take it money line. I had to take the points. Man, you chose South Carolina to beat Georgia one week, and I'm taking Ole Miss beat Bama. Ah, you got something against the elites. <laughs> hey man, I, I get a gut feeling. I'm just going with it. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, respect that. Um, Ryan's thoughts were uh, in line with yours, Jacob. He has the money line going. Outright with Ole Miss, um, favorite uh, for me. Um, I don't really know. Real thoughts again. Um, I I really originally thought that uh, Bama. I don't know Bama's defense isn't as bad. Like I know they're not no, maybe they're not terrible, not horrible. Nothing. I think some of it's because they don't have like that. Elite difference maker, or at least name to it. Right, that's uh, the problem. I think that's that is a little bit of a problem. But I will say that Ole Miss hasn't like their scores are a little misleading. Like that Georgia Tech game went a lot worse than what the final score looks. Um, the leading rusher for Ole Miss is actually Jackson Dart, the quarterback, um, yep. who's actually playing pretty good himself, but. This is probably the first legit defense he's going to be playing. Um, but I think it's going to be a little bit of a high score game. I think with uh, Moreau's coming back in, I think they're going to put some points. So I'm actually going to go with the over uh, 54 and a half. I've been, uh, I've been on that mad train lately. And loving see, these yeah, that's your third one, man. I've only <laughs> done one. I'll be a little cap on it and stuff. But, uh, <laughs> We see that game's and stuff. I can see Ole Miss winning, but I don't know. I feel like uh, beating Bama and Bama is still a tall, a tall task. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, Texas went there, didn't blow them out. They just were a little better and stuff. Um, but we're going to keep it moving. We're going to go to the Pac 12, man. Uh, so far, probably the most exciting college and most exciting conference in college football so far this year. Um, we're going to start going to Salt Lake City. Uh, we're going to Chip Kelly and the UCLA Bruins. Taking on the Utah Utes. Utah is a minus five favorite. Over in this game is 52 and a half. Uh, money line for UCLA is plus 190. Um, say that in quick thoughts again. UCLA so far is two and one against the spread this year. Uh, Utah is one, one, one with one push. Um, Utah beats Weber State 31 to seven. UCLA beats North Carolina Central 95, 59 to seven. Um, 82% of bets are on Utah to cover this game. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts on this game? So nobody's confirmed if Cam Rising's going to play yet. That's true. That's the big thing for me. You know, Utah started as a seven-point spread on this. You know, it dropped down to four, four and a half earlier, and now it's starting to rise back up. And I think it's to six is what some have it as. I don't – is Cam going to play? That's kind of what I'm thinking, and I, I'm going to say that he is, and I'm going to take Utah to cover. Um, so I think all the point spreads 
Vegas has got to know something that we don't. So, yeah, Vegas been fucking me with them just like every game I have those oh, questions. <laughs> Vegas knew something. Exactly. That's <laughs> why, like, especially uh, last week with Tennessee and Florida. Tennessee like, and Florida, Missouri, K State, Missouri. Yeah, <laughs> but Jacob, your thoughts? Um, I got. I'm gonna go Utah as well. Um, Chip Kelly said that UCL team still got a lot to prove. Utah's proven. Um, I think being at Utah it helps a lot. So, and like I said, if Ryzen plays, it's game over. But um, I still think that even without him playing, that they got this game in the bag. Awesome, guys. Uh, Ryan is in line with you guys. Uh, Utah to cover. Uh, me, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to fight you guys. Um, I'm going to UCLA. Um, Let's square up, mate. Let's square up, man. Let's do it. Uh, I think uh, their defense is actually pretty good. Um, Utah's offense has not done anything that made me think exciting. I know Cam Rising could be the difference maker, but also if he is going to come, this is his first game, and you're going to play against you know conference competition. Um, I think UCLA can go in. I think Dante Moore, which is their five-star freshman quarterback, um, gives them the best chance on the offense to actually kind of put up some points. Um, I feel like they can cover. Um, honestly, it came very close to saying that they can win outright, but I'm going to stay away from that. I got to see him actually playing against uh, probably the best defense they're going to see in the Pac-12. Uh, go ahead, so. take it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm going to stay away from that and uh, take UCLA to cover. Plus five. Fighting you guys on that. My black senses are tingling. <laughs> uh, we'll keep moving forward. We're going to uh, Matt's favorite team in college football. Oregon. Uh, <laughs> 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 We're going to the West Coast, man. Second big Pac-12 matchup. Uh, we got Number 19, Prime Time and the Buffaloes traveling to Eugene, Oregon to take on the number 10 ranked Oregon Ducks. Minus 21 is the spread for Oregon. Over under is 70 and a half. Money line, <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> Money line is Colorado plus 760. Um, quick thoughts on this game, quick notes on this game. Um, Colorado so far this year is 2 1 against the spread. Oregon is 3-0. and oh. uh, Colorado beats Colorado State last week, 43-35 in double overtime. Oregon State beats Hawaii, 55-10. Um, big note in this game, Travis Hunter is a no-go. He's out a few weeks due to a lacerated liver, due to a late hit. Ah, no, 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 it was clean. I mean, it was a late hit. <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. Um, it wasn't that bad. It was definitely a late hit. I, I'm not saying he should be getting death threats over it. But it was definitely a hit. I don't think it was grimy. I just think clean it was hit, clean, clean football play. Yeah. Um, but it was Sucked unfortunate. It we don't get to see him against. Uh, he came back out there, which is the weird thing. They let him come back out there after that. Yeah. So that I mean, was the craziest part. You know, he came off for a little bit, and then they're like, "Ah, you're you're fine. You only got a last break. Let get back out there." Kid. Yeah. Probably felt something different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's like, oh, nah, this is real. <laughs> Uh, 61% of the money is on Colorado to cover this game. Um, Matt, since this is uh, your favorite team, I'll let you start it off. 70 and a half is a big number. Um, 
you know, Oregon's put up, you know, at least that by themselves, it feels like, last three weeks. Yeah, pretty uh, much. You, you know, Colorado's definitely tried to keep pace. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what Sanders does without Travis Hunter as a safety blanket out there. Uh, Bo Nix, gosh, feels like he's been in college for about eight years now. He's got to be 20, 28 years old. Um, but I'm actually going to take the over on this because, I mean, it's the Pac-12. Nobody plays defense. Um, Colorado can't stop a nosebleed. Oregon, I don't believe in that much uh, to be able to stop them. So I'm going to actually take the over 70 and a half. Yeah. Jacob, your thoughts? I, I don't even know which way to go on this game, to be honest with you. But, I mean, I think with Hunter being out, I think that uh, they're not going to put up quite as many points. Um, Oregon has put up a lot of points, but also they haven't played a caliber team yet either. That was, I mean, it did play Texas Tech, but um, so uh, this is a toss of me either way, but I won't go Oregon to cover the spread. And uh, give Dion his first come come back to earth moment for Dion um, after this game. I will admit they've done some phenomenal stuff, but it's time against who me. I mean, it's crazy. You you start over with eighty one different play. I mean, that's pretty good. Hey, they tripled their win total from last year. So I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> give them a little bit of without. Give me um, Oregon to cover this. Jacob takes Oregon. Uh, Ryan joins you with that with uh, Oregon minus twenty and one. Um, um, here I don't know what to feel about Oregon. I'm kind of like with Matt because that Texas Tech game was like, like what happened? And I know Texas Tech was originally was supposed to have a good defense, and the defense actually played pretty well in that game until near the end of it. Um, so I think it's by still. The Colorado offensive line is so bad, but their skill players are elite. So I think they're they're going to scheme something open, throw some points on the board, and I'm kind of part side with Matt because I don't I don't feel confident that Oregon will cover. I feel like 17 sounds like a more plausible number, um, but that, even though that 70 and a half is a high number, I think Oregon's going to at least put 50. Skill players. Dion doesn't know anybody but his skill players. <laughs> Did you see where they asked him how they thought the center was doing? And they said his name, and he said, who? Who? What? He, hey, the, man. The center. Oh, he's, doing, he's doing fine. <laughs> hey, man, if they're not dog, ain't worth it in the name. Yeah. You know, just that guy you recruited to bring over. No, no big deal. Man, I'm trying to walk right now. He, got, <laughs> he, got he ain't got but two toes, man. Leave him alone. Two he's toes, two man. toes down. Yeah, his strong toes. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff, um, but that's gonna be a rough, interesting game, man. That's three thirty game Saturday with some crap. It'll be a blowout, probably though. Maybe not. You no, know, who see who's gonna believe? Um, Jake, Jacob clearly believes. Not. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep it moving, guys. <clears throat> We're gonna go to the pack two. Yes, sir. Uh, number fourteen, Oregon State. Taking on number 21, Washington State. 
Once again, this is our third consecutive top 25 matchup of Pac-12 teams. Um, so far, both these teams are 2-1 and one against the spread. Um, um, Oregon State beat San Diego State 26-9. Washington State beat North Col- Northern Colorado 64-21. Over in their game is 58 and a half. <clears throat> Moneyline Sprinkers, Washington State, one plus 135. Um, Jacob, your favorite. Um, this is the other team that does the damn flags every week at college game day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> along with Clemson. This is the original person of this. They are the original. Clemson like to copy everything. So, uh, um, Jacob, what's your thoughts on this game, man? This is a good matchup. Your favorite quarterback, DJ Yulong, 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 Yulong. Yeah, yeah, say it. Yeah, DJ. We're just going to go DJ. <laughs> It'll be, like you said, it will be a good matchup. I think i uh, be ready to see DJ play against a higher caliber team. Um, he's done. He did really well the first two weeks, but like I said, it was against uh, – not so hot teams. Um, last week you saw a little bit of a struggle. I thought uh, definitely didn't put up the five touchdown performance. Uh, but overall, playing in Washington State, he's used to playing in hostile environments, so that I don't think that'll affect him as much. But um, by no means are they going to blow him out. But I do think they can cover two and a half um, over Washington State. Okay. Matt, your thoughts? Uh, you know, we got to see the DJ we're used to throwing the two picks against San Diego State. Um, you know, DJ, they've looked good on the defensive side of the ball, Oregon State has. Uh, again, Pullman's a weird place to play uh, for Washington State. But, you know, I think Cameron Ward is probably going to be the best quarterback that Oregon State has seen yet. Um, you know, Oregon State plays a power-style ball. Washington State has to go against the number <coughs> defense in the Pac-12. Give me the under of 58-and-a-half. It's under today. Hey, I thought you were about to go Washington State. Yeah, right? <laughs> Contemplated it. Guess Contemplated it. Um, this could be a no pick from Ryan because Ryan doesn't send me a pick in this game. <laughs> My guess falls later on. Um, I, I was actually going to do another over-under in this game. I think I'm going to actually choose – winner of this game. I'm actually going to go with the Washington State money line. Yeah. Um, Cam Ward's been balling, man. He um, has. He, they beat Wisconsin and Pullman uh, a few weeks back. Um, I think they're probably the least talk about team of all those really highly ranked teams in the Pac-12 by far. Mainly because, you know, most people can't point where Pullman, Washington is. Most people, when you hear Washington, they probably think about Washington, D.C. anyway. Right. <laughs> Stop. But uh, I'm liking what they're doing over there, man, and uh, Wazoo. So give me the money line plus 135. Washington State, I'm there with you, though. But that over uh, the 15 and a half, I kind of do agree with you, Matt. Uh, the under on that is probably the play. Um, it's either – the only way that's going to be broken is Washington State just is, really is for real, and they put 45 on. I mean, I just don't see, you know – Oregon State just runs the ball. They play power. DJ doesn't throw it deep. You got the running clock in the first half. You know, Washington State is going against the number one defense. I, it almost seems too easy. <laughs> so, 
I'll probably regret that decision. <laughs> it's real wait and see. Yeah, if it's too easy, it just doesn't. Sometimes it comes back to <clears throat> Right. Look at last week with Tennessee and Florida. <laughs> True. Exactly. See Kansas State, Missouri. <laughs> uh, those freaking uh, Ozmakers, man. Ah, we're going to travel over to the Big Ten. We got uh, the number 24 ranked Iowa Hawkeyes taking on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Penn State, 14 and a half point favorite. Over in this game is 40 and a half. The money line for Iowa is plus 500. Quick notes on this game. I was two and one against the spread this year. My Penn State is three and zero. Oh. Penn State beats Illinois thirty to thirteen. I would beat Western Michigan, Western Michigan forty one to ten. Forty one points by the Hawkeyes. Just keep that in mind because there's a clause in the contract that dude has to average twenty five, um, <laughs> twenty five offensive points a game, and this is the first time they actually kind of. Exceeded 40, I think, all year. Probably the first time in like two years, um, truthfully. Um, Jacoby, what's your thoughts on this game? Well, this game's always been historically a close game. Um, low scoring, from my knowledge. Um, Penn State's got no picks coming into this game. Um, and Iowa's defense has been pretty good. I wanted to go. I was wanted. I didn't ever see the over under on this while I was looking it up, but um, 40 and a half is lower than I wanted to. I was thinking under, but that's lower than I really wanted. Um, but I don't think Penn State will cover 14 and a half in this game with Iowa's defense, um, even though it is in Penn State with a wide out. So give me Iowa to cover the points. Oh, yeah. Uh, Matt, your thoughts? Iowa doesn't bring a whole lot of pressure from the defensive side. The offense is the worst in the Big Ten on third downs. And here's the big thing. Penn State leads the Big Ten in the seventh in the nation in time of possession. Iowa's not meant to, you know, spread it out, you know, throw the ball deep. Neither is Penn State. And, I mean, obviously that's why we have the over-under at 40 and a half. I'm going to go against the grain, and I'm going to take the under 40 and a half again. Two unders. Yeah, you're the over guy now, Nick. I don't know what yeah, you're doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> God, that's going to be a low-score game, man, under 40. Be, uh, I mean, they just <laughs> run the ball. They do the ball. Lot. Penn it's, State uh, can't throw deep, so. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the uh, – go ahead, Jacob. Like I said, I wanted the under, but I wanted it at like 44, 45, and I would have felt a lot more confident. Scared money doesn't make money, Jacob. Come on. <laughs> hey, I might I, I might not take it on our gut? points right there, but I, I'm probably going to take it on my bet. What happened to going with your gut earlier? Yeah, right. I did. I went with Iowa to cover it. So with this game for me uh, – Uh, well, I'm, uh, well, actually, I'm going to go with Ryan first. Uh, Ryan chose the over 40 and a half of this game. So, good luck to Ryan. I guess he's banking on Penn State, put on 30. And I was putting up at least 10. <laughs> um, I took the uh, took Iowa to cover in this game. 
Um, I think we still got some serious questions about Penn State. Uh, um, and I'm not saying that I was – this is going to be the first defense that can challenge them. But I know on the offensive side, um, Penn State's probably going to be pretty dominant on this, on, against this off, Iowa's offense. Um, a big question mark in Penn State is also really their offensive line, two question marks on offense, offensive line and wide receivers. Um, there hasn't been an elite wide receiver to kind of separate themselves and say, hey, I am that guy for this team. And I think when they're playing against this bigger competition, that's kind of going to start showing up. Um, I think Iowa keeps this game score. I'm thinking 21-14. Probably will going to be the score is. Um, so I think they probably cover. So I'm going to go with the 14 and a half for the Hawkeyes. Woohoo! <laughs> As we keep going, guys, we got two games left. Um, this is college game day, game of the week. As we got uh, number six Ohio State Buckeyes take on the fighting Irish of Notre Dame, number nine ranked team. Over under this game is 55 and a half. Money line sprint goes Notre Dame plus 136. Um, a few side stats for this game. Ohio State is 1 2 against the spread this year. Notre Dame is 3 and 1. Um, High State beats Western Kentucky 63 to 10. Uh, Notre Dame beats Central Michigan 41 to 7. 62% of money on this game is on Ohio State covering, which was a little bit of a surprise to be truthful with it. Um, quick boss before I get to the bets. I had, uh, had to ask the homie D'Angelo, who's a big Notre Dame fan, on his thoughts. I'm about to call, call him. Verbatim. Um, I'm holding my breath just because it's Notre Dame. I'm confident, but also it can go either way. Being a Notre Dame fan, I don't know what to expect in big games since Mantateo. <laughs> and one last quote, just like Smokey from Friday, I'll be quiet now, but if we win, I'll be talking again. <laughs> that sounds just like him. <laughs> That's the buddy D'Angelo. Shout out to D'Angelo. <laughs> um, we need to get him on here one day. I told him, man. I told work. I'll try to get him in the night. Uh, but he said he had something going on. Um, uh, Matt, your thoughts on this? Uh, on the I, think the best, guys. I think the best part about this would be Notre Dame's offense versus Ohio State's defense. I think both of them have looked great so far. Take it, nobody's played anybody. Um, but under the lights, you know, who are you going to take? You're going to take Ohio State's defense, or you're going to take uh, Notre Dame's offense, who's scoring at an 86.7% clip. Now, Notre Dame, are they going to be able to stop Marvin Harrison Jr.? Probably not. Nobody can, I don't think, in college. Maybe he'll get stopped when he joins the NFL. Um, but their offense still hasn't looked good to me uh, for a full game. So give me Notre Dame money on Although I would hate, I don't like either of these teams. So if they both could lose, I would gladly take that. But give me Notre Dame money line. Oh, let's go. Outright upset. That's number six versus number nine. I'm not, that's not a huge <laughs> upset. Jacoby, what's up with it? The huge upset comes next next game. Next game, oh, gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> right, exactly. I'm, I'm on board with that. Nick, you know my feelings towards Ohio State. Um, so, yeah, screw them, number one. But overall, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr., 
by far the best, one of the best wide receivers um, in college. Well, I think history of college football will be up there. Um, haven't impressed me. I mean, the quarterback, if, if he can get it to Harrison and – you know they'll they'll ha- they'll put up some points, but I think uh, Notre Dame with Hartman. I mean, he's already got over a thousand yards, and I do understand they have not really played a strong defense, so it'll be his true test. But Hartman's played in the ACC against. I mean, he's put up numbers on Clemson's defenses that have been higher rated defenses, I think, and their run game is just. I mean, they could run it right down your throat. I think is what's his name? Us- I can't. Eggman is that his name? They're running back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's just a beast. So, give me Notre Dame to uh, win outright. Go ahead and knock Ohio State out of contention for a little while. Some friends on the fight. Are y'all Catholic or something? (laughs) Hey, no, just hate Ohio State. (laughs) Just hate Ohio State. I mean. The Ohio State hate is real, man. Um, I'm I mean, the state of South Carolina made a website that said go back to Ohio for a GBTO, reason. baby. GBTO. <laughs> uh, my But, guys, I love you guys. I, I'll hate y'all. I really got no personal problems. It's only it one Buckeye I like, and that's Stefan Kutzko if he's listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of you. <laughs> uh, shout out to Ashley. Ashley's a, my homie Ashley's a big is Ohio State grad, so shout out to her. Um, even though she doesn't care about football, so it's not gonna be a big day for her. Um, I have a I'm gonna enjoy you guys, man. Uh, I was gonna, yeah, I'm still gonna do this. I, I'm just gonna take Notre Dame to cover. I'm not sure about that, right? I do feel strongly confident that they can win this game. Um, this is kind of pretty much the first defense that High State is gonna play against us can actually match up with them. Um, they're aggressive defense, man. They're uh, pretty, pretty potent at all three levels. Um, Ohio State, the quarterback, I know they got those two elite receivers, but that don't really mean nothing. The quarterback's not getting the ball to those playmakers. Um, trust me, I'm, as a Panthers fan, watching Bryce Young do this damn thing in the NFL right now <laughs> while we have an elite defense. <laughs> um, but I'm going to join you guys. I'm going to take a Notre Dame to cover, not the money line, plus three. Um, I'm pretty strong they probably went outright. Um, I think not saying that Ohio State's fraudulent, but I don't think they're the same team they were last year with CJ Stroud. Um, right. Um, Should have made that field goal. He had cut one natty, but here we are. <laughs> I know, right? Could have shut Georgia up for a while. Uh, uh, quick note for Ryan. Ryan took the under in this game, 55 and a half. Um, that's, that's, that's a good solid play. Yeah, that's my um, boy. I can, see, like, I can see this game being 24-21. I think it was what 24 13 last year. Yeah, it's definitely gonna be a low score, and I like yeah. that under two. Four. So I'm gonna keep that in mind on Saturday when I'm looking at bets. All right. I'd just rather stick it to Ohio State and call a <laughs> call a upset. <laughs> and finally, man, I wish Ryan was here for this game, but left the homie hanging. It's all good though, bro. You're working hard. I'm gonna be representing for you. He ain't working. But uh, we're going to the uh ACC. As uh, four state, fourth ranked four state Seminoles travel to Death Valley to take on the Clemson Tigers. Um, 
Florida State is a two-point favorite in this game. Over under is 55 and a half. Money sprinkle for Clemson is plus 114. Uh, quick stats on this game. Florida State is 2-1 against the spread this year. Clemson is 1-2. Florida State's come off surviving against Boston College 31-29. Clemson beats FAU 48-14. I'm glad you finally <laughs> mentioned Florida State struggle. Uh, we well, only I'm took not- an hour and 15 minutes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> hey, I got to it. <laughs> I got to it. I ain't ashamed. It was a struggle. Um, you know, they caught the flu. Had to play during yeah. a hurricane. Yeah. You know, twelve o'clock game in Boston, Massachusetts doesn't sound pleasing to any, anybody. You've never um, been to Boston, then. I've never been to Boston place. either. So there's a good town. There's a fun town. There's like a modern version of Charleston, <laughs> but a lot bigger. Obviously, a lot older. A lot older. Charleston's pretty old too. Yeah, I was say about the same age. <laughs> um, Clemson has seven straight wins against Ford State. Eighty-five percent of the money is on FSU to cover. It should be eight, but they were cowards and didn't want to play because of COVID. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, it was sick, man. Y'all had yeah. y'all had that flu. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, since you with the energy today, I'll let you start off with this game. What's your thoughts, Tigers and Seminoles? <laughs> Uh, two points, man. I don't, I don't understand that one again. So that's well, it, was a pick it, was a, it was a pickup game at the beginning of the season. So I guess, I guess Clemson, you know, gets a couple points for being at home. Um, you know, I, and Florida State looked like hot garbage last week, but Clemson didn't look that great uh, either. You know, defense really stepped up, uh, set the tone for the game. Didn't give up a score to FAU. You know the. Florida team we all expected to play at 8 o'clock at night. Um, Florida State, I still think, might have the advantage uh, with Johnny Wilson outside. I'm not really sure who's going to cover him. Secondary is kind of weak. Clemson's defense, we haven't seen a whole lot of pressure account for sacks, uh, which is kind of worried worrisome there because I really thought we would get a little bit more than what we've gotten so far. Uh, Jaheim Bell, you know, came out this week and said he knows how to make the Death Valley go a little quiet. He said, you just got to punch him in the mouth, which was crazy for me because he had 28 yards in uh, rushing last year and had a whopping reception for two yards. So I thought that was funny that he he had experience, you know, on how to shut him up. Uh, But give me Florida State to cover. Two points in the lot. I think it'll be a close game, but I I just – Clemson's got some kicking little – Issues, and I think that worries me. Uh, you know, if it comes down to that, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith when you have to bring a walk on from last year. That was a graduate student, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, Jacob, all you. Well, <clears throat> I do agree for last week. Florida State looked horrible, but I think they look, we're looking to this week already. And you catch Boston College in the bandana game. I mean, that game, they always play 10 times better, I feel like, um, as they should. But still, Florida State raised a lot of questions for me last week. Um, now, Clipson hasn't done anything miraculous for me to change a lot of my opinion. Other than defense stepped up a little bit. Um, overall, I think. Being at home, seven straight. We, Do it, Jacob. Do it. We, 
I mean, the ACC is still ours right now as far as I care. Um, we're going to take y'all down and go ahead and ruin your <laughs> – Let's go. I love that thing. We're going we're gonna to make the end of the season real interesting starting with this game right here. So, here we go. And Dabo has – we come off of a loss like that to Duke. Dabo does have the ability to coach that team up. And I think I'm – Cade's going to have a game. Somehow, it's, he's going to come out of nowhere. Nobody's expected it. So, there we go. Jacoby thinking we're going to do what LSU wishes they could and finish you. Yeah, we're – yeah. Well, um, before I make my picks, I am going to show you guys a little video. All for videos. I don't want to see the hickory dickory dog. <laughs> Everybody's seen it. You see it one more time. No, I've seen one it more like time 40 times. Let me from my listeners, you have to ago. listen to it. But honestly. you ready? Every high school kid in the country. I haven't seen this yet. Ate it up. <laughs> this from like three years ago. The clock. Coach Sweeney's got that drip, and now he's on TikTok. Hickory dickory dock, the mouse ran up the clock. Coach Sweeney's got that drip, and now he's on TikTok. We're getting recruited, aided it up because it was around Christmas, Jacob, when he did it. Uh, somehow I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> In case, uh, man, it's always a go-to to come back to, but I, I, I love it. Um, I'm going to go with Ryan. Um, for my listeners listening to the podcast, Ryan's a big Ford State fan. Uh, we chose FSU to cover, as expected. Um, for me, this is me looking the camera. This is me looking Jordan Travis, Mike Norvell. Look at that camera. Trey Benson and the entire Ford State team. Look, man, the LSU win is a good win. Love it. I'm glad y'all won it. That win overall in the grand scheme of things helps for it's a resume booster. But it doesn't really mean nothing because you got to beat the team that's been the best standard for this conference pretty much for the past decade. Um, a team that you have not beaten, beaten in seven tries. And luckily we didn't play that one game because it's definitely been eight. Cowards. <laughs> y'all got sick, man. Y'all out here contaminating people. Yeah, <laughs> they want to take another loss to his record and get fired. <laughs> um, Mike Norvell, this is a what I call a dagger game, essentially for yourself. Um, since Clemson kind of scrubbed up already with the losses to Duke, if you can win this game, that's two losses, two conference losses for Clemson, which means it's uh, not saying fully would not allow them to get to the ACC championship, but it'd be very hard yeah, to overcome a, that. With, like uh, that. I lost to Duke and I lost to Florida State over to the conference. Um, with that being said, worries, Adam Fuller, our defensive coordinator. Look, man, I'm I'm trying to be patient with you. This is probably the best defense you got. I will agree that his defense is better, but there's not, I would say, legit dogs outside Jared Verse on that defense. Who shouldn't um, be there, by the way. He yeah. should have already been in the NFL. Huh? Well, he went back because he's probably going to be a top five pick. It's supposed it's to be like a top 10 pick. That's like, hey, money, man. That's <laughs> a lot of money difference, though. A lot of money difference from top three. Going top three, 
potential yeah. number one. I mean, he's probably not going number one overall. No, depends it'll be a quarterback. Who, well, it depends who's drafting. Arizona. Might, might be the Panthers drafting it. Arizona. <laughs> the way he's looking. Um, um, with that being said, um, I am a little nervous about the Clemson defense line. I think that is the strength of Clemson's team. Um, they haven't lived up to the talent they perceive to have there, which they haven't done that for two years. But yeah. um, but of any team left on the schedule, they're definitely challenge Fortune State's offense line. But I think on the outside, um, Johnny Wilson, Keon Coleman, two hard covers. Keon Coleman made a tweet out on X the other day. Did we call him tweet still? Or it was called yeah, absolutely. I'm not changing the name. <laughs> yeah, we're going we're gonna stick with tweets with tweets. tweets. Twitter okay. and tweets. I don't know what else it'll be. Before. Um I uh, he made a, a tweet last week or after the game against BC of three football, because that's the number of targets he got in that game. Cause he was essentially on my A. Um it was all just Johnny Wilson. So I think they're gonna make a, a concerned effort to uh get him the ball in addition to John Wilson and see if they can have the outside loosen up the linebackers because we got to get those linebackers out the box. Um, on the offensive side for Clemson, um, I do worry about our linebackers against our run game. Uh, our linebackers are very undersized. That's been the, our key problem for the better part of six, seven years now. Um, if our defense line isn't disruptive, those line, get, your offense line gets to those linebackers, they can make some big holes and big alleyways. Um, I'm Fuller. Um, like I said, I've always been shaking you as a DC defensive coordinator. Um, I think he's too passive. Um, I think this game you need to play man, man up against these wide receivers, prove that these Clemson wide receivers are good. Every team Clemson has played has manned them up, and they have not won off the line regularly, even against FAU. Um, it was just uh, stuff. So, you know, I'm going to go with FSU to cover. Um, uh, I think they just need to win this for morale for the program to fully announce that you're kind of arrived. Because if you can't, so be you can be gone next year because you don't have anybody back. Huh? <laughs> You'll be gone. You'll be irrelevant again next year. Are you seeing a recruiting class come in? Okay. Have you seen Alabama's got a five-star quarterback too right now? You saw what he did against South Florida. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Who's your quarterback next year? Hey man, I'll, Johnny I'll, Wilson I'll, gone. Huh? Coleman gone. Nah, Bird, take, uh, gone. Roadmaker, though. Roadmaker. Oh, okay, that's one guy. Huh? Nah, Roadmaker. And we I had a couple guys that have been that system for a couple years now, so they didn't know it. And he still can't didn't transfer because he's not good enough. Next. He transferred because we got a booster club that can pay him. Next. Yeah, I only got no money down there. Moolah, though. I mean, we have the kind of money like SMU has. They can raise $100 million in freaking week. Which is insane. <laughs> that's crazy. Dude, that's crazy. I think SMU is going to be a top five ACC team. They joined. Not Cal Stanford. They're out here losing to Sacramento State. Shout out to the All-Coast Conference. All-Coast Conference in the building. <laughs> um, outside that, guys, uh, over the entire uh, game slate, y'all have any uh, – is there any other games you want to target? That you've come across or that caught your eye, maybe? I'm looking through now. I'm trying to see. I want one, another one that stood out, LSU. I think that 17 and a half is what I saw on that game. I like that one. Maybe Miami against Temple. Yeah, there weren't – I mean, we covered the big ones this week. I don't think there was no. one that stuck out, but – 
I would say from a spread standpoint, those look good, I think. I can tell the, the part of the horrible game of the week. It's probably Oklahoma State, as I would say. Yeah. That's yeah. Give, give me Oklahoma State on that one, probably. Yeah, probably still, even though they lost. Actually, yeah, actually, you know what? Iowa State's crazy, man. I might take Iowa State. <laughs> <laughs> they got some wildness going on. Oh, yeah, uh, UCF, K-State, that would be an interesting one. Absolutely. Give me UCF to destroy K-State like they're Missouri. Damn, man, I think Missouri might go 4-0. They take on Memphis for their 3-0, but I, think, I don't think Memphis About is about to be the damn SEC East. Or actually, East they don't do divisions anymore, do they? Or is that next year they go away? It's next year, next year. Ah, okay. SEC East champions, Missouri. That's crazy. Uh, one more game I saw, too. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely taking Marshall to be Virginia Tech. I don't know what's going on in Blacksburg. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on in the state of Virginia? Oh, Virginia, yeah. Like, James Madison is the best team. Then number two is probably Old Dominion. Then Virginia, Virginia Tech. I, and maybe VT. <laughs> Actually, nope, you, you messed up. You got VMI. VMI is dead. Oh, VMI, you're right. Absolutely. Stuff. What like, about the Commonwealth? Oh, oh, you're Liberty. Ain't too. Good. <laughs> you might you're throwing Liberty too. Because Liberty's probably Virginia, Virginia Tech. I don't know what's going on, but I'm taking Marshall uh, to win that game outright. Absolutely. Marshall's up there too. I forget about Marshall. Tubbell's good conference this year, man. That's going to be uh, interesting. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I think the Coastal game just got in the way. So I'm going to let yeah, everybody, man, everybody go cut that on right now. Yeah. Yeah, me um, too. Well, gentlemen, appreciate you guys joining once again. Uh, no Saturday at twelve o'clock. I guess we're gonna Go Tigers. We're gonna see what's about. <laughs> we will get nothing but messages from Nick. Can't wait. <laughs> oh, it's gonna it's gonna start the second I wake up. So if y'all don't wake up before five thirty, I mean, sorry. <laughs> Go right, mute my text messages. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Go I'll see you at Chick Fil A before. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Let's be for real. He <laughs> <laughs> you know it. All right. All right, All right fellas. Fellas. you guys. Y'all have a good night. It's the whole City Hot Podcast. We outside. Woo-hoo.